0: You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast with TC and Frank. Welcome to a new episode of the Music Interval Theory Podcast. My name is Frank and I'm your host for today. Well, I've been thinking about one particular subject over the last few weeks and I believe I did not really fully understand it and that's actually part of the reason why I kept thinking about it. So let me take you on that journey and jump right in. TC and I have been running the Music Interval Theory Academy for quite some time now. I believe it's around seven years at the time I'm recording this episode. So I always believed that members come for the content but stay for the community. And while this is undoubtedly true for many organizations and groups, you can probably find an equal number of counter examples, even organizations or online institutions that don't even offer a place for the community to hang out and connect. An active community indeed helps you move forward and reach your goals quicker Because somebody can hold you responsible for not taking action. (laughs) And our intuition is to avoid that conflict or the pain and that's why we feel more motivated to get things done. It simply doesn't feel good to confess that you failed. But even if you did, a supportive community would help you overcome that negative feeling so that it's okay to fall as long as you get up again. While we offer an internal forum and a public Facebook group, by the way, if you're interested in joining that group and don't have access yet, I will link to that in the show notes. There are quite a few members in the community who are relatively quiet. And since our target audience consists primarily of highly creative people, It's surely not a representative sample of the global population, for sure. (laughs) And this made me think about this subject. Now, if somebody came for the content and was curious about how it works, what exactly makes him stay at the academy then? If it's not the community, what else is it? Is it really just more content? Honestly, I have a feeling that this is not true. In the monthly members' meetings, everybody can share their successes and musical struggles and we all discuss those topics together. While that's undoubtedly part of the community-building process, it's actually exciting to hear members share their opinions on something, including the conventional way of teaching, music theory and composition. To some members, their musical world has completely changed for the better some discussions deal with a particular composition technique while others talk about an opinion which is a fascinating shift in the conversation. Usually opinions come out of personal values or an ideology and that is really why members stay at the academy. It's the philosophy and the ideology. Let's not be abstract. But as usual, I want to give some practical examples. So I would like to give you some concrete points that reflect the Meta philosophy. 1. You become a receiver of creativity. Creativity is not inside you. It's not a skill that you can learn. Creativity is all around you and it's infinite. Using composition techniques, You connect to the creative pool and become a receiver. This thought takes the pressure off yourself and even offers a solution if you can't get anything musical done. You might want to think about whether or not your connection to the creative pool is established. And if not, try another composition technique or tackle another part of the puzzle. 2. The intervals have a nature to them. Nature is organized and so is sound or music. Everything wants to follow a structure, so patterns and the overtone series become our guide in composition. This doesn't mean that you have to obey any rule or guideline. It's just a point of reference that lets us make good decisions about what direction to take. Everybody is biased in how we want to hear music and that's part of our culture and natural environment. So we attach emotions to specific intervals and expect resolutions or movements based on our experience. Now have you ever thought about using this concept in your compositions? It's not part of any conventional training though, however It's efficient and practical and the musical works coming from the Academy members give fantastic proof of that. 3. If you have to hunt for ideas, you lack a process. You might have an idea of what you want to compose and that is fantastic, but an idea alone is totally useless. You need to have a process that shows and explains how you will reach the goal and put your idea into action. Every successful person in whatever industry, by the way, has learned how to repeat the successes. That's how you build a career. You can't rely on luck or a one-hit wonder to get your career going. You want to focus on what works and repel everything else. Over the decades, we have developed Three simple steps which lead to results and continued success. That's what we teach and offer to the members. And to be exact, it's the gathering, the sketching and the developing of your idea. 4. Emotion is stronger than logic. Logical decision-making is a fantastic way to crank out a ton of music quickly. And it will turn out okay, although... Probably mediocre. By the way, that's exactly what conventional music theory is all about. (laughs) Let's just think about voice leading, cadences, chord progressions and so on. It's important, but usually never leads to musical storytelling. Clients will never hire and pay you for your great use of authentic cadences or voice leading skills. At least it didn't happen to me. They don't care about the composition technique, that's why they hire an expert like you. But furthermore they hire you because of your taste and emotional decision-making. If it was just about the general music theory, why do the most successful composers charge the most and get it? It's because they understand when to go against rational decision-making and rely on the emotional part of their brain. That's how they shape their unique sound and rise over the competition. They left the usual game of who's the cheapest and set up a new game according to their rules. Wow, that's great! One word of caution. Please don't confuse this last paragraph with arrogance or even ignorance. You have to master the basics first and prove it several times before the market allows you to create your own game. It takes time and experience to discover your unique emotional taste. And you can't cheat time. All of the points I've mentioned above have one thing in common. They create an opinion and they polarize. It's your choice to agree or disagree. But it makes the whole conversation so much easier, as you will attract like-minded people into your world quicker. Having a strong philosophy becomes almost the manifesto of why you do something. And the why almost always trumps the how. So, members come for the content, yes, but they stay for the philosophy they find. And since this is a music related podcast, let's end this podcast with some music from Mom, the masters of media. Thomas Jace Jones, the co-founder of META, Mark Berkowitz, the first graduate <laughs> of the composition course actually, and Gareth Prosser, another fantastic graduate now living in Florida and yours truly. So here we go. Have a great day and see you the next time. This was Frank. Bye. This podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy. Your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.